0: day one it was a monday morning and i was getting ready for the day i got out to my car and found a note on my windshield it said in all bloody letters that i had five days to survive but i shrugged it off and didn't think anything of it i got through the day and came home around 9 pm however uh, when i came into my room i saw something run through my room I thought it was just a figment of my imagination and went to bed day two I woke up and started off my day but something felt off it felt as though something was watching me I went into my bathroom to brush my teeth and saw something behind me it was a tall man with no pupils and a blood-curdling smile I screamed and ran out the room and drove away. I made it to my office so that I'd be surrounded by people. I finished my day and left work, but instead of going home, I stayed at a hotel for the rest of the work week as my house wasn't safe. Day 3 Things escalated from there. I got ready as usual, but every mirror was smashed and my shower was dripping of a black substance, so I avoided a shower. I made it to work and all went well mostly. I got messages from unknown numbers about how my week would only get worse. My computer also kept flashing one word in red. Death. I finished my day, shook, and went to bed. Day four. I woke up and stayed home today as I had this Thursday off. I was very nervous as I was most prone to this thing when alone. The entity also came out more today. In every mirror it stood behind me staring into my eyes and in every dark corner or area it stood there watching me. Sometimes, it would even try to attack me or run at me. It would get in my head and make me harm myself as well. I got in my car and went for a drive as I expected. I saw it in my mirror. I swerved and crashed, but when I got out, it was standing there. A bloody grin, wide eyes, and its head tilted. It tackled me to the ground and cut me near my left ear. I tried to get it off, but kept digging at its claws into me. I managed to get it off and read to the nearest door. Once I arrived, an employee called an ambulance and I ended up in a hospital. I stayed there for a night until the next morning. Day 5 the last day was worst. I woke up and went home. It looked like a 2am morning, but it was actually 10am. And the sky, it was pitch black and a blood moon. People were dying everywhere and houses were in flames. Everywhere I looked, I saw that this thing staring at me. I drove to the hotel, but it was too late. It was in flames, and all employees were gone. I got to the hospital, hoping it was safe. The lights were out and the staff was gone. I walked down the hallway and I was attacked again. It was much more powerful and had teeth and claws as sharp as daggers. It bit me and scratched my legs, I tried to fight back, but it was only impossible. I was coughing up blood and was helpless. I got a little boost of adrenaline and kicked it off. I ran as fast as I could despite the cuts bleeding out and made it to safety. I stayed out for about two more hours before checking my clock. It was 11pm. I needed one more hour before it was over. I waited it out for 15 minutes until it saw me. It ripped off my ear and almost knocked me unconscious. I woke up and it was 9am the next day. I looked around and it was normal. No bodies or no burning houses. I went home and it was a safe again. I've been in therapy for two months now and I've been better. Case file, number 008926. The following has been transcripted from a cell phone audio recording found on the corpse of Officer Jackson, one of the six officers found dead on the scene. The audio begins with a series of deep breaths. The subject of the recording appears to be sitting down and is speaking in a whisper tone. This is Officer Jackson. One of the County Police Department. My radio has been destroyed and the only other form of communication I have is out of my squad car. I'm not getting any cell reception. I'm currently locked in a maintenance room on the basement floor of County High School. We responded to a simple break-in call but found the custodian who made the call dead when we arrived and... Gunfire followed by screams and thrashing can be heard in the background followed by silence. Oh, oh god, I, I need to tell you all what happened here before it's too late. This thing, whatever it is, it's not of this world. When we found the custodian, he was. God. Officer Jackson takes a breath. He was torn apart, like something out of a horror movie. His insides were everywhere in. the blood. I. I didn't know the human body held so much blood. After we call it in, we hear a noise, so we followed it. We thought it was just some psychopath and didn't want to let him hurt anyone else. We ran down the stairs into the basement following the sound, only to come face to face with this. Uh, this thing. It's got skinny skin. It has these long arms with three claw like fingers at the end. It has no eyes, from what I can tell but I don't think it needs them. It has this huge mouth with a rows of sharp teeth and it makes this horrible gurgling sound. It's super slender, but really huge. A loud banging sound can be heard coming from the front of the officer. It appears something is trying to break the door down. It's, it's trying to get in. It's killed everyone else. When we came face to face with it, Sergeant Rand ordered us to open fire. We all put a clip into that thing, and it didn't even appear to tickle it. We can't hurt it. It ran at a boil, and it tore his arms off like nothing. Boyed turned around, and looked at me. Just as this thing ripped its head off, his eyes—oh god, his eyes. I can't stop seeing them. Sergeant Rand ordered us all to run, but it caught Evans and Ramirez pretty quick. Henderson managed to duck under a table when the creature wasn't looking, but it snipped him out. The the scream he let out was horrifying. Sergeant Rand and I were running. I think Rand knew where we were going, and we couldn't get away. He shoved me into this room and told me to keep quiet. He slammed the door shut and locked it with the keys, he got off the custodian's body, or what was left of it. He then fired his weapon in the air, ran up the stairs trying to lure the beast away. Sergeant Rand gave his life so that I could have a choice. Another loud bing can be heard as a sound of metal hitting concrete and bouncing. No it broke the handle there's no way out. The door slowly creaks open as a low gurgling sound can be heard it slowly becomes louder. Please tell a captain tell a captain what happened. Let the world know this thing it has to be stopped. Jessica, if you ever hear this, I'm so sorry. I love you with all my heart. To the rest of the world, I'm sorry. Jackson takes a deep breath as the gargling sound is louder and distorts the recording. Um, I'm sorry. We can stop it. The recording ends. The bodies of six officers and the custodian were all recovered the next morning. The case was officially ruled as a six-person murder-suicide, with no information from the recording being released. For more information on the creature, please review case file number one here. Alright, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to sit back, relax, and listen.